0: today's featured database and founder is going to be Neon. Neon's not so much of a distributed database, so much as a serverless database. And Nikita is a experienced founder, also founder of single store. There's just a lot here and I actually tried to cut it down to 10 minutes. But a lot of you have been encouraging me to do longer clips. So this is a slightly longer clip, about 20 minutes. But I think this is one of the most compelling founders I've ever come across. And Neon has a really good take on the Postgres market, which I think is going to be sorely needed, and is going to be probably very, very good competition to plan scale. We're really excited to welcome Nikita Shamgunav to the show. Nikita is the co-founder and CEO of Neon, the serverless Postgres company. With separated compute and storage, Neon is offering an instant, scalable, and cost-efficient serverless database that brings the best of software workflows to the database world. Before Neon, Nikita was co-founder, CTO, CEO, and chief strategy officer at SingleStore, a database for complex analytical and transactional workloads, which he helped to grow to over a billion dollar valuation. And prior to that, an engineer at Facebook and Microsoft. He's also a partner at Coastal Ventures. Neon was founded just 16 months ago, and today announced a $30 million Series A, which we at GGV feel very lucky to have led, sorry, it's a Series A1. And this is part of a grand total of 54 million that the company has raised to date. The company's just begun to talk publicly about what they're building and has already generated a huge wave of interest from developers. Anticipation is building for this product to go GA. We're super excited to chat with Nikita about his experience in the database world What's to come for Neon and lots more. Nikita, it's great to have you. Welcome to Founder Real Talk.
1: Excited to be here.
0: Awesome. So, as I mentioned, Neon is not your first rodeo in the database space. Give us a little bit of background on yourself, your story, what got you excited to build in the world of databases, and what your journeys look like to get you to this point.
1: So, first of all, I I have a longstanding career in databases, probably started in well, as I finished my PhD back home in, in St. Petersburg, Russia, then I joined Microsoft to start on the SQL Server team. That's where I developed my love towards systems and database technology in general. You're absolutely right. This is not my first rodeo. And the company I helped create is SingleStore. It used to be called MemSQL. There are a few realizations I, I had as building MemSQL, which became SingleStore, one is the database is, is, is a gigantic market. It's one of the largest IT markets, and the size of it is roughly $100 billion every year. Within that market, there's like several oceans and various currents that move not just stuff, but kind of workloads from one place to another. The major ones are all app online analytical processing, and that was the focus of single store. And the other one is OLTP or, or operational workloads. And in a way, that's the focus of NEON. The idea of Neon started to develop probably three, four years ago in my head. And there are a few things I observed as both building and working with single store customers. The first one is I saw Postgres everywhere. And single store is focused on the enterprise, every single enterprise or almost every single enterprise where single store had customers had Postgres somewhere. For a different part of the business, servicing different workloads, Something that we we at single store and just in the general in the database industry in general called tier two workloads. Those are your commodity workloads. Here's an app. I need a database. What's the no-regret database I can use? And oftentimes that no regret database was Postgres. Really, it was between Postgres, Mongo, and MySQL. But we started to see that every time people talked about Postgres, there was like a twinkle in the in people's eyes. Like they really liked it and they loved that technology. They wanted to put their app in Postgres. The second thing is that I just knew because I spent so much time in the database industry about the rise of AWS Aurora. And Aurora pioneered this architecture of separation of storage and compute. Some of my former colleagues at SQL Server were founding engineers on the Aurora team, namely Alex Verbitsky, who is in all the papers. And I kept in touch with him just talking about technology. Uh, and that's might be one of my superpowers. I'm extremely passionate about technology. And you can call me at 2 a.m. at night and say, well, can we talk about this technical thing or, you know, in this particular case, databases? And I'm game. <laughs> like, like, I'm super, super passionate about systems tech and database tech, cloud native architectures and all of that. And the third kind of piece that were, was a, a high-level input is just the better understanding of how to build successful businesses quicker. With an single store, we arrived there over time, and I started to think, what would it be if you engineer some of those things ahead of time, if you think about hard problems ahead of time, and then focus incredibly narrowly on your entrance into the market, that became Neon. Maybe uh, to that point, you mentioned, you know, single store has been an awesome success story, but uh, like with most startups, there's ups and downs, not always up and to the right. And we'll have to understand and maybe dig into some of the kind of specific lessons you took from the experience of building that company that you're looking to kind of transfer over as you start on this new journey with Neon. Great question. First of all, I wanna say that that single store is an incredible company. And there are a lot of things that we did right. And there are a few things that we paid for with time. And so the thing that we did rise is since day zero, we assembled an unbelievable engineering team. This is something that I've always gonna be proud of. And the caliber of that engineering team stayed there for many, many years, which is actually really, really hard to accomplish in such a competitive talent market that is um, uh, the Silicon Valley. Over time, SingleStore added a very, very strong management team. It's run by a great CEO, Raj Verma, right now. And I think there's very few things that stand between SingleStore and going public. But you're also right. It took a long time when we started in 2011. So it's after 11 years, this company is worth over 1.3 billion. This stuff that I think would be lessons learned is the breadth of the platform that we set out to build and we didn't stage it. The right way. In addition to that, a lot of things we were building for today rather than building for the future. A specific example of that is cloud. When we started in 2011, it wasn't obvious that you could build a big cloud-only business. And everywhere we went, talking to customers, they wanted to run things on-prem. Now, the lesson that learned was, if you have a strong conviction of where the market is going, and that is the future, you actually know that it's going to take some time to build your company from zero to where the company is at, then you can start building for that future. And in that particular case, that future should have been cloud and potentially we should have started with cloud only. And I'm only saying potentially is because, well, here's a company that has very high probability in going public and you actually don't know how the things would have out, shaken out if we made certain certain strategic decisions. But that breadth of what we set out to do, and then the actual work that gets into going into and building all of that. And then if you do that, you also need to, to drive revenue and revenue growth over time. So that is the part I think we could have done better. At Neon, we're super narrowly focused. We're not trying to boil the ocean of building a platform for transactions and analytics. And that's what really single store is. We are focusing just on the transactional workloads and just on SMB admit market in the beginning. And so we're super narrow on the customer profile. We're super narrow on the workload. We're obviously delivering cloud only. And we're also only doing Postgres and only serverless. So Aurora is Postgres, MySQL, and Mongo. We're doing only Postgres. Aurora is a grand menu of options, of uh, this size workload, that size workload, and we are only serverless. There's nothing to choose. You push a button and you get it.
0: Sounds super compelling. Nikita, you're, you're not the sole founder. You have Heike and Stas as co-founders. Can you tell us a little bit about each of them and how you guys came to come together to co-found the company?
1: Absolutely. So Neon is, a, is an incubation. At Coastal Ventures, when I joined Coastal Ventures as a partner, a I didn't want to lose my operating uh, chops and an instinct. I was also super passionate about this idea. So we decided. You know, it was almost a condition for me coming to Coastal uh, Ventures to incubate this company. Within that, I particularly studied Mike Spicer. I certainly knew almost everything about Snowflake and why it's successful. I knew their cultural values. I knew their team. It was clear to me through that lens of some of the decisions that we made at single store that slowed us down. So that prompted me to study Snowflake first and foremost, but I also studied other incubations out of Sutter Hill and, and Mike Spiser, such as Sumo Logic and Pure. I'm also had a habit of grabbing coffee with Scott Dietzen and getting tea's take, both helping with the kind of the single store journey, but also learning from him and his experiences. In that model, which initially that was a kind of copy-paste model from Mike, the idea is that you put a a mega-technical team that is positioned super well to deliver on the problem that you set out to solve. In this particular case, the important part was to get Postgres hackers on the team. I initially was thinking of having even more founders than Stas and Heike, and I wanted to have a blend of Postgres DNA And some kind of modern systems DNA from people trained from Google, Facebook, as well as kind of product engineering, because Neon has a strong systems technical core, but the consumption model looks more like a consumer product rather than like a an enterprise product. So I kind of was thinking, you know, we can line up up to four co-founders. We ended up lining up three and one didn't work out very, very quickly in a in a, in a month time frame, it was quite obvious that, that he wasn't the right one. Stas and Hakey turned out to be and they came through the Postgres thread that I pulled and I spoke to a lot of people from that community assembling the right the right founding team where it's a combination of luck and judgment, to be honest, where you're trying to quickly gauge if this person can be a fantastic co founder and your insurance is actually the the fact that there are multiple co-founders and maybe some won't work out. And the other part is luck, right? And I think I'm incredibly lucky with Heike, who is not only a Postgres committer, but one of the most prolific Postgres committers, which is, he writes a lot of code. And you can go and repo and just see how much Heike contributed to the core engine. And the other person that I got really lucky with was Stas. Stas not only is a Postgres hacker, He basically brought in that product engineering DNA that I really thought we would need. And that is how to run a service, how to build a front-end team, how to build a back-end team, a product engineering back-end team, how to build an SRE team. And so Heike demonstrated a tremendous amount of depth and Stas demonstrated a tremendous amount of breadth. So I'm very, very lucky with having Stas and Heike on the team. Yeah, that's awesome. You mentioned kind of the Neon team brings both deep systems experience and kind of a very unique product focus. And I think part of why we got so excited about the company is that the architectural advantages advantages that you've made and namely kind of the separation of storage and compute are both very difficult technically and kind of directly enable a better experience for the developer. And so as you bring Neon to market, we'd love to understand how you think about kind of the value prop to everyone from the individual developer all the way up to, you know, larger teams using this. Definitely. So separation of storage and compute, obviously, it's an architectural advantage, but it's also means to an end what actually people want, consuming infrastructure in the cloud, is a better developer experience. And separation of storage and compute allows you to, A, uh, create a serverless offering, right? Because once you separated storage and compute, then your compute is stateless. And stateless allows you to run compute You know, let's say inside containers, you can reschedule compute from one node to another. You can have that serverless experience in the cloud. You scale things a lot easier. The other thing that separation of storage and compute allows you to to do is, well, you now control that storage because you built it and you are offering that storage to developers as a service. That in return allows you to create new experiences to developers such as branching that weren't possible before in a monolith like our architecture, where Postgres doesn't support branching, but Postgres running on Neon does. When we started the company, we really thought about just open source Aurora. But as you start building it, you're starting to to stumble upon things and discover things and you, as you go to the next level of depth, and then you realize how, how much the world changed around developer experience specifically. And the way we are we're building applications today is, in fact, very different from, you know, five, seven years ago. That's where serverless and branching are actually much bigger than they may sound. There is a number of serverless developer platforms that now Nian fits into like a glove. And I'm speaking to, uh, about platforms like AWS Lambda, Vercel, Netlify, Cloudflare workers. You have to be serverless to be part of that ecosystem. And since every application needs a database, then it's it's very natural to consume serverless database out of those platforms. The other thing that we observed is, since everybody runs SaaS products now, like when you think about a new app, usually this app has a backend and this backend is delivered to you as a service. Everybody's running CI-CD, which stands for Continuous Integration, Continuous Delivery. That workflow, is relatively new. It was introduced, I don't know, it was introduced more than a decade ago, but it really became popular with the rise of of GitLab, GitHub Actions, and now next generation platforms for sales, specifically are embracing that workflow. In that workflow, it's the pieces, the Lego bricks that a developer puts together need to support instant creation of, of sandbox environments. That is what allows you to be so much more fluid You can spin up a sandbox environment, send it to a friend of yours, get comments to your colleague, get some comments. And then as a part of the workflow and that workflow is changing how we do things. The observation that we made is that databases do not fit into that workflow. And this means that we either go into create a new database, but that's a lot of work, which is did it at single store. And I know this is a 10 year trip or... With the Neon architecture, we can deliver that branching functionality that plugs into CICD in Postgres. And Postgres in, is, is on the right side of history. That was a revelation that we made. And that is one of those things that you can do if you separate storage and compute, and you control storage, and you run this in the cloud. So just like Lego bricks, the whole thing comes together.
0: Very cool. You mentioned the hand-and-glove fit. With developer front-end developer platforms like Vercel that you strive for, listeners of this podcast will recognize that GGV is a proud investor in Vercel as well, and, and we've had Guillermo on the pod. And obviously, there's there's pretty amazing action on the Vercel platform, an incredible amount of developer usage and adoption. We know that you'll you'll experience the same. Want to just ask? We've mentioned you mentioned the database market's a hundred billion in size. There's a lot of oceans and currents within it. As you look forward, what do you hope Neon becomes? Like, look into your crystal ball for us and tell us a little bit about what you want to build with Neon three plus years out.
1: Well, the thing that really most excites me is to provide the fabric that runs internet. I think that's only possible if, A, that, that fabric is open source, is open sourced. Because at the end of the day, developers build apps and they put it on a platform and if you want to create a massive ubiquitous platform, that should be an open source platform at the infrastructure level. I think infrastructure is special in this regard. And being open source is better than not. The second thing is at the end of the day, internet is apps. You know, internet is websites and internet is apps. And who is building those apps? Those are developers. I think the the stuff that excites me very much, because I'm a developer myself is to giving the developers the best possible user experience, which is called developer experience, and delight in building apps and interfacing the database. Databases are a treasure trove of hard problems. You know, we can talk about, for a long time we can talk about storage and query optimization and B trees and and column stores and and the list of those hard technical components that go into the database, They, they don't really end. But to the end developer, it doesn't matter as much. But I think what does matter to the end developer is how easy it is to consume that technology and how reliable it is when you put this app into production. Does it help me day to day? And serving that category of users is a super exciting thing for me, personally.
0: It's super exciting for us as well. We can't wait to see where Neon goes. But before we let you go, we're going to put you in the hot seat and ask you some speed round questions. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Nikita, what book or article do you recommend to other founders?
1: I'm now reading Amped Up from Slootman. I think there's a lot of goodness there, to be honest.
0: That's a frequently recommended book on this show.
1: What advice would you give to a young Nikita? That's gonna be controversial. Don't do a PhD. I know so many PhDs and they will disagree with me. And then I caveat that it's like, it's young Nikita, it's not you. Like PhD probably would have been, is is a great choice for you. But, but for me, it delayed my life by five years. So I wouldn't do a PhD again.
0: Okay. Maybe not a, no more PhD school work, but you are a fitness junkie. And we know that you pride yourself on a very low resting heart rate because we talked to you about your heart rate after you got COVID. It had risen a little bit and you were, you were irked by that. So we know you keep yourself in great shape. What's the best fitness activity or class you like to do to kind of clear your head and stay balanced
1: i'm a big fan of fitness i think it keeps you grounded and it keeps your mood stable as well as you can see results of grinding and then you know you get rewards from that to me lately it has it has been berries you should talk to keith Raboy about berries i think he will tell you a lot more things But for me it's to me it's uh it's just a great workout At different parts of my life, I I spent more time biking. I had a CrossFit period in my life. And now I feel feel like I'm a little old to do CrossFit. But I still take CrossFit every time I travel because CrossFit's everywhere. So these are my poisons. And I like fitness very much.
0: With poisons like CrossFit and berries, you're really living on the edge, Nikita. (laughs) But listen, thank you so much, Dan and I and and the rest of our team at GGV are super excited with the announcement today and can't wait to see where Neon goes. We're really looking forward to working with you and your team. And we know that the future is bright. So thanks so much.
1: Very excited to work with you, Glenn and and Dan. I left that part about fitness at the end because Nikita
0: definitely looked like it and i just think uh it's important to to blend you know your technical uh, expertise with uh taking care of yourself and nikita definitely does that very inspirational